Hi guys, welcome back to My Steps to Sobriety, my show on YouTube and as a podcast with me, your host, Stefan F. Another day, another fantastic day, actually, um, for many, many, many reasons. But one of the, the biggest reasons that today is good is because I've got Kelly Miller with mm -hmm. me. Kelly uh, is uh, a woman who I have met uh, as a co-presenter on a recovery summit that was recently held by Leslie McNabb, uh, one of my previous uh, show uh, guests. And uh, it was beautiful for Leslie to bring all these, these infused people together and, and show the world out there that there is very much so a way how you can deal with addiction and how you can understand the addict in a, in a better way but more importantly if you're a loved one how to look after yourself and how to to prevent a codependency so there were many many beautiful beautiful voices there and i'm so honored to have uh, one of these voices kelly miller today oh. with me here on my show welcome kelly Oh, thank you so much. I feel the same way. It was such a beautiful summit and just a beautiful collection of all these wonderful voices to help those who are struggling with addiction or, or partners of addiction. Indeed, right. And that's, you know, a third of the population. Uh, if you if you're conservative, make it maybe maybe a fourth or even a fifth. So it's at least 20 percent. But some voices say 30 uh, percent mm -hmm. of people do suffer from chemical addiction. And if you then say that at least each of them has got one significant other, well, mm -hmm. that's half of the population, really, right. that deal with chemical addiction one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Now, that's, that, that figure is actually bullshit because it's not just one person that gets affected. The figures, uh, there are different figures you read, but each mm -hmm. and every addict touches the lives of at least probably 20 other people who, who are therefore at times drawn into the life of the addict and are affected by the actions of the addict. Right. So therefore, if we look just at these figures, virtually everyone out there mm. could do with listening to us here today, Kelly. Exactly. Um, and tell us a bit about you. Uh, you're, you are um, a woman of many uh, abilities, um, <laughs> energetic and positive as you come. Uh, uh, tell us a bit about you. How did you get sure. into the field of, of yes. addiction medicine? So, um, so I'm a psychotherapist, but I took a little journey to get here. I did some TV and acting hosting and was a health education teacher. And I always feel like it kind of made, and it was an advertising too. And so I think it makes me a richer therapist to understand other fields and, um, you know, not to kind of present as like, oh, I know it all. I, you know, no, I've, I've had my obstacles too. And uh, yeah, but currently I'm an individual and couples counselor. And then I also uh, facilitate groups uh, in rehab for those struggling with addictions. And I also picked up a, an anger management group for teens, which oh, is wow. much needed now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know. <laughs> Okay, so how do you wear your flat vest and the step roof? Yeah, the exactly. Step roof? The garments are really, really good nowadays. I mean, <laughs> I must say. Um, but please, it it just is a is a reflection of our times and where you are. Where do you practice? 
Los Angeles, Los Angeles. California. Okay, mm -hmm. well, and uh, so first of all, in the in the preamble before the interview, we already congratulated uh, each other, I guess, and the rest <laughs> of the world on the outcome of the election. Mm -hmm. And may there be finally, finally, action directed towards the problems that your society in particular uh, mm -hmm. shows and which has brought you to the brink of civil war. But mm -hmm. if you look at it, that a whole nation of 300 million people is yeah. so divided and so oh, cliched yeah. in, in a way, yes. you can just see there's a damn good reason that people got to that level. So there's yes. so much underlying current and mm -hmm. anger and resentment and yes. all that. So crikey to actually for you to, to start mm -hmm. working this young with people, is, mm -hmm. isn't that the key? Isn't that the key 100%. to it when I think also, I think people were just speaking two different languages. And if we could just slow down and really just kind of get out of our egos and just kind of hear what people have to say, that's part of it. You know, we're so quick to kind of turn off somebody else's viewpoint if it's not our own or vice versa. And I think that's part of that anger, right? So if we can just, you know, really, even if we don't agree, it's like, I hear what you're saying, you know, I differ. But I understand, you know, that, you know, why you feel that way or, or that's your viewpoint or maybe I don't understand, but I, I'm willing to hear you out and give you that common courtesy. Isn't it? And that's the respect. Start off with respect. And I always try to make everyone feel as, as I like to feel. I try to, to give everyone the respect. At work, I create, literally, I create the cleaner, uh, probably sometimes more cordial than I, I, I uh, create the, the highest up in power. And mm -hmm. that is, that, that served me well, that attitude. Right. And it is an attitude of respect. And yeah. with that, people do respect you. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so let's talk actually about that. I mean, the anger mm -hmm. management for teens. Mm -hmm. Wow, how the hell do you start with that? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what happens? I mean, you get a bunch of, of, of you, first of all, you try to probably hurt cats, uh, right. bring them into like one Everybody room. in a room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, how does that work? I mean, sure. what is your, I mean, what is your hook? How do you get yeah. them? I think it's simpler than people, than people imagine. I mean, I think the first step is really teaching people to tune into their bodies. I think a lot of times we think anger just kind of comes out of nowhere and it feels like it goes from zero to 60. So really the first thing is, hey, when you feel angry, where do you feel it? Do you, are you clenching your fists? Are you clenching your jaw? Are you getting hot? Is your heart racing? So I think that's the first step to sort of like, oh yeah, I've noticed that. And then once we can establish what are your personal kind of anger signals, that's the first step in awareness of like, oh yeah, I'm going there. Then we kind of talk about, okay, what do you do if you go go there? Do you need a timeout? Do you do some deep breathing? I mean, it's, it, and again, like I recognize a lot of these things are, are just a, not a one size fits all. So I really kind of, you know, really kind of present a lot of different tools. Some people don't deep breaths. It's like, forget it. Other people, it's like, okay, what about counting? They need just a systematic way of sort of calming down. Other people are so um, enraged that they just need to, you know, I, I talk about kind of the five senses. What do you see in the room? What do you smell in the room? What do you hear? Just to kind of get, um, and so I think that's really the first key is just identifying. We have, you have more control over this than you think. 
people think, well, I have a temper, that's it. You know, and it's like, no, 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 no. We, we just gotta, we just gotta teach you the ways to, to uh, slow down. Very important. Uh, I love the yeah. way that, that you try to smell it, feel it, all yeah. these kind of things and, and get to know it because it washes over us such a, uh, such a tsunami of, yes. of emotion that it yeah. seems you seem to be helpless and and in, in, mm -hmm. in managing that yet you can either choose to let that tsunami drown you or you can actually surf that wave and exactly. and, and see okay there it comes yes. i can't do anything about it but let's get over okay. it and i might just keep my mouth shut for a moment do something mm -hmm. else etc mm -hmm. uh, for me that's of, of of great great interest because when i was hitting the bottle very hard. Mm -hmm. I was uh, very resentful, full yeah. of anger, full mm -hmm. of rage. And mm -hmm. that, that was, if, if, I mean, if there were any emotions that defined me, these were the emotions. Yeah. And it was my rehab, which helped me in a mirror in front of my face. And mm -hmm. to where I was asked, it was a, well, go back it was a 12-step program and the first mm -hmm. three steps is accepting that you've got a problem and then the next mm -hmm. three steps are really doing something about it and and basically mm -hmm. analyzing what's going on mm -hmm. so step four doing inventory of what was going on mm -hmm. and one of the things is your anger your rage your your resentment list and mm -hmm. mine was oh yeah <laughs> i yeah. could go on for hours <laughs> yeah but then the the the, a good counselor will take that list and will say, okay, let's go to that level there, to that that incident. Do you think that you maybe had, what was your, your take on it? What role did you play in that incident? Right. And it was this kind of work that suddenly changed me yep. from this angry, angry man who has made a few holes in walls, uh, luckily right. not into people, but in holes, in walls, mm -hmm. most definitely, mm -hmm. um, to, from that person to actually step back and learning what the hell is going on here? Why are you angry? Right. Okay. And, and there are many reasons. The, the other person could very well be an asshole, um, right. but there is your you've got the choice, I guess, mm -hmm. how you respond to it, and, exactly. isn't it? So now that's beautiful. So, so do you do that kind of work? Is, does, does the setting in which you got these mm -hmm. youngsters, uh, does mm -hmm. it allow you to look into that into more detail on an individual level? Or is sure. there a time frame? Is there, uh, is there only so much you can do with them? There, it's it's an inpatient program, so it's usually about between thirty and and forty five days. So it is a time limited, but absolutely, I think it is important to recognize your role and maybe you know even to see that other person's perspective, just to kind of get out of self a little bit. But the other thing I wanted to speak on, which what you said is that, you know, I think a lot of times in our society, anger is sort of not okay. And I want to teach everybody, anger is okay. It's just like any other emotion. It's sadness, it's happiness. It, it's just the way that we channel it, right? That, that may not come across the right way. So it's okay to be angry. I think there's this need. That's why a lot of people bottle it up. I don't want to be angry. No. I don't want to feel that, right? Well, and then they drink or they, you know. Um, mm. And so it, it's really this idea of that's okay. We just got to learn to express it healthy. We got to channel it in the right way. And I'm a big firm believer also in 
you know, utilizing that because there is energy there. So how can we take that energy of anger and just put it in another direction? Kickboxing, Mm -hmm. doing some writing, upping your, you know, work, um, you know, if you're a student, like putting it all. And so we can just we can just channel it. I think that's that's part of it, too. It's a beautiful thing because we somehow live under the the imagination that negative Mm -hmm. emotions are wrong. And right. they are not not supposed to be there, and that then you have got guilt and shame, being angry. Exactly. How dare you being angry? And you're so right. It is it is normal to be angry. It's just right. how you do you express it and how exactly. do you let it ride you. I guess right. that's the, the the way how to to look at it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, that's absolutely logical for me. But it's mm-hmm. logical for me today after well, six, seven, right after years, a while exactly. of hard work. That's there, right. exactly. And, and yeah. that was certainly not holding true the next time I'm driving from here to work or anywhere in my right. town. Um, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Some people, if you if you stand there five seconds at a roundabout and still thinking, should I go? Should I not go? <laughs> get a gentle dude. <laughs> Am I angry? Uh, yeah. no, I wouldn't call it anger, but I would say, hey. This is my time. Right. Your your actions mm-hmm. impact my life. So yeah, sorry, man. Uh, yeah. Bugger mm-hmm. off. This is I've right. got a life to live to. Kind of thing. So <laughs> cool anger. Well, that's an interesting one. And an inpatient program. Is that all paid by the government or how does no, that work? No, no, it's private. It's private. It's for it's for teens who have uh, other impacting issues as well um yeah so could be drug dependency could be bipolar mental health issues but then the just a you know one group is is anger management around that beautiful you could all use it it should it should be it should be essential go back and that probably in every other interview uh since i've recorded that i'm saying it should be mandatory for a 16 year old to go for a month into rehab it yes. should be absolute mandatory to actually yeah. learn the skills, the coping skills, learn, learn yes. to look after themselves, learn to to recognize the triggers and recognize yeah. that they are there. Oh, all yeah. the things that we're talking about. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Out of out of interest, how much would that set a family back? Let's say Ooh. 30 days. Ballpark. I actually it's a great question. I have no idea because I just don't deal with the financial piece. So I can't even speak to that. Unfortunately, they just contract me out, but yeah. I'm no, sure no. it's not, it's not inexpensive. Yeah. But then again, I mean, that was the same in my rehab that cost us $27,000. Um, yes. So, and it was the best holiday I've ever had. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Everything included. Uh, mm-hmm. It didn't have little trinks. I'm surprised. That right, didn't bring that. That yeah. mm-hmm. um, <laughs> now it was, best investment ever because simply i mean just from a from a material point of view uh, that was maybe a year and a half worth of alcohol um that i consumed so if you actually do the maps from that angle these right. twenty-seven thousand are nothing and if i then see mm-hmm. at the flow-on results nowadays of me being such a different man and and being such a creative man and mm-hmm. therefore powerful in what I achieve because I can put this laser focus onto my life and say well actually I want that bang I can achieve it and it is so beautiful so these whatever it is 
guys, if you think you don't have the money, but you maybe can get a loan and your youngster needs that, mm-hmm. invest in it. Look sure. at it like, a, like an investment and it will be the best investment you have ever, ever, and, ever done. And even, you know, the, the county services, anything, any sort of help, right? It doesn't have to, like, I'm all about just even a little bit of help because it's not this all or nothing, right? We can, you know, take those stepping stones uh, also. So if it's completely, you know, there's no way it's completely out of your budget, go to your mental health clinic, you know, do what you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't need to be much. My, right. my steps to sobriety. Okay. I've, mm. I've put my heart out. I've, I've sort of told my story in there, but more importantly, I give action plans with regards to, to the 12 steps with regards to living a life that is really, uh, really so, so beautiful mm-hmm. that alcohol or drugs have, have actually no role to play because they are just distracting you from this beautiful yes. other life. So something like that, that can be the start, the, the mm-hmm. seed that needs to be planted. Right. And suddenly, exactly. suddenly, either your youngster or your loved one or maybe yourself think, hmm, actually, hmm. And mm-hmm. I love the way that you say it's not all, all or nothing because right. even if you had this, this attitude and say, I go into my my rehab mm-hmm. now one month and all or nothing. Right. That's exactly what I did. So I went in yeah. and yeah. gave it all. <laughs> and I thought, typical doctor, hey, I achieve everything. Yeah, tick, 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 right. tick, tick. I'm cured. I am in. That's it. Exactly. I'm, I'm done. We're, we're good here. <laughs> yeah. It's a lifelong journey. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to yep. learn that. No, but I think you're right. I think a lot of people feel that way. They go in, they think, okay, I'll be cured. I'm done. I'll never have to do this again. And it's <laughs> it's an inside job, right? It's, yeah. It is, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and that's that's the cool thing to recognize. Uh, it's a bit scary when you recognize yeah. it, actually, because you think you've done so much work. And wow, mm-hmm. and you think you've come so far. And nowadays I look back and think, oh, you have no idea, Stefan. <laughs> you have right, no idea. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it is what it is. But guys, even the first day of you not using and mm-hmm. feeling like crap because you're not using, yes. because you're in the withdrawal, you're in the in those those very uncomfortable moments. Mm-hmm. That is such a huge step forward and such a beautiful it step is. forward. Um uh, I commend you if you guys are right now in that period of of letting go of mm-hmm. coping mechanisms that probably do no longer suit you so well or yeah. actually kill you, let's call it what it is, yes. then yeah. I'm I'm there. I sent you to you just hug possible because mm-hmm. that's what you need. Uh, you need someone else to give you a hug. And until you learn that it's okay to love yourself again and that it's okay to hug yourself. Um, until then, you definitely need, need people like Kelly and, 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 mm-hmm. and me to show you, hey guys, it is, it's okay. And I love that you said that. And it's true, we're all so lovable, you know, and we come from a, such a distorted lens, you know, and it's that reminder of our lens is not the objective lens and we're so hard on ourselves. So if you can't, Believe it yourself. Exactly. Believe that you you really are loved, and um, it's just a matter of just kind of really accepting that and knowing that that'll make such a difference. 
isn't it? Yeah. Oh, please. But I mean, in all fairness, we are living in, in strange times where everything changes and mm -hmm. where there's a constant flux and nothing that you took for granted is actually there anymore. So it's hard under these circumstances to actually live a life where you focus on yourself mm -hmm. and where you focus on nurturing yourself and sharpening yeah. the saw, etc. I mean, how do you take it nowadays? I mean, you you have got you, your your country is ravaged by uh, COVID nineteen. Uh, it is mm -hmm. ravaged by social disparity and and the flow on effects of of job losses, etc. How do you? What's your take on on addiction at mm -hmm. the times of great great uncertainty? Well, I, I was reading a statistic that I think wine sales went up 800% uh, during this time. And so, I mean, that just, I, I wasn't surprised by that. Mm. And I think that what's tough is, is that we don't have our typical outlets because of COVID, right? We can't see our friends as much. Mm. We don't, so we just have to get creative and figure out alternative solutions. And so I'm all about that. And I'm a big list person because I think in the moment when you're feeling so overwhelmed or so discouraged, you know, your, your brain just isn't thinking rationally. So when you're in that place where you can really think, okay, what are going to be my coping tools that I can use? And you write that list out. And so in those moments, you pull up that list. And I always think about one of my favorite stories is the, um, the pilot, uh, Captain Sully, who flew over the Hudson and he had been flying for decades. Mm. And in that moment where the bird flew into his wing and he didn't know what to do, he had to grab his emergency card and follow step by step. Now, this was a man who had flown for 30 years. So we all in those moments have that panic. We can't think. So why, you know, why not have that emergency card for you as well where you write down all of those things? So that's. Yeah, so true. And as a doctor, as a doctor, I've been teaching other doctors for years and years and years uh, courses where we learn how to deal in emergencies, yes. emergencies, uh, let that mm -hmm. be a major trauma, let that be a major burns, let it be a major disaster. Um, yeah. So these are all emergencies where suddenly you find yourself. Frozen. Yes. And the only way that you can deal with that is by going back to very fundamental checklists or mnemonics or whatever yes. it works, a, a structured plan, because that mm -hmm. structured plan will allow you to survive chaos. Every soldier knows that if you are suddenly caught in a crossfire, the one mm -hmm. thing you are not, what you can never do is do nothing, because that will yeah. kill you. Yes. Some action increases your chances of surviving mm -hmm. and doing the right action because you have practiced it and you have yep. pushed it down from up there to the reptilian brain that mm -hmm. gives you the highest chance of surviving a contact with the enemy. So mm -hmm. that's the same in, in with a police, with a first responder. Mm -hmm. We all do that. Yet you guys out there. For you, no, 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 no. I've got it all sorted. I, right. I'm, hey, hey, I'm 50 years old. Come yeah. on, I'm a, I'm a, whatever mm -hmm. architect. I'm a whatever. I, mm -hmm. you know, I am yeah. who I am. Yes, you are, and you have mm -hmm. got this supercomputer between your 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 head up there, but yes. no one ever gave you a manual. 
So mm-hmm. yeah, you are trying to make it up as you go. And then there are right. people like Kelly who say, hmm, how did that go for you? Hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it is, it is so important that, mm-hmm. that we recognize that. So um, standard operating procedures or emergency protocols or et cetera. And mm-hmm. you, it sounds weird. But it is actually exactly what I do nowadays. I haven't got it written down, but um, mm. if I feel myself getting really angry, then mm-hmm. the very first thing is I shut my mouth. Mm. Second thing is I'll zoom out and yeah. try to get a quick look around what's really going on here. Um, and then a quick uh, mnemonic hold. Am I hungry, angry, lonely, tired? All four mm. of them are okay, right. probably me. <laughs> None of them ticked, and he is really an asshole. Okay, it's him. It's, it's, that's, it's as simple as that. So, but it's that little step, and that happens. Sure. You start initially. That probably takes you a minute. Um, yeah. By now, I've got it down to the fraction of a millisecond. It's good. And then you get a response that is appropriate to the scenario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think doing it this way, once you've actually practiced that, it's the same as, as when you practice a new sport. You have no exactly. idea how to hold that racket and how to mm-hmm. hit that ball or something like that. Um, of course, you ask, you ask yeah. someone who knows, who played before, and who maybe plays really good. Would exactly. that be cool to have a trainer? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. A mind trainer. A mind trainer. Yeah. That's exactly. And that's what a psychologist is. Or yes. a life coach, etc. They all come from different angles, but mm-hmm. essentially you have got a trainer at your side. And exactly. that's beautiful. So can I also I mean, like but I also like wait. Why am I talking? I like that one. And so it just kind of pauses you for a minute of like, oh yeah, there I go again. <laughs> well, I like that one. I like that one. Yeah. Why am I talking? Yeah. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people who should wait. <laughs> so many people that come to mind now. Um, uh-huh. But that's that's a defense mechanism, isn't it? Sometimes our talking and talking and coming mm-hmm. out, justifying, bringing up yes. excuses, etc. Yep. We are still not learning that it takes ownership to grow. Yes. It is, yes, other people stuff up around you but um i very much sus- uh, subscribe to uh, choco willing to uh, mm-hmm. is his principles of extreme ownership and basically it goes along the lines of of saying whatever happens around you to a certain degree is is your responsibility and I, yeah. remember i have not said fault i said responsibility right. responsibility yeah because if someone above you stuffed up then did you give them all the information they needed in order mm-hmm. to make the right decision etc someone mm-hmm. below you stuff said well did you give them the right training did you give them the right tools yeah. for them to do their job and that is the setting within the army or within within uh, being deployed in in a, in, a, in, a, in the field um, but if you extrapolate that and put it into your own life, actually the same thing is there. You can, by taking ownership, mm-hmm. not faults, not responsibility, right. but ownership, suddenly mm-hmm. you can change the way you look at things and change the way you can support others. And suddenly you actually get the respect that you yes. so much deserve 
Mm-hmm. At least, you know, that's that was one of my things. Oh, mm-hmm. my children were not washing up. Therefore, they disrespect me. Therefore, mm-hmm. how dare they? Yeah. That kind of, of sure. stinking thinking. Yeah, exactly. Man, mm-hmm. oh, no, wait, wait. Wait, wait exactly, right. <laughs> <laughs> we should come up with more of them. So we've got yeah. hold, guys. We've got wait. Right. What else do you teach your... your uh, patients or your clients, shall I say? Yeah, well, I mean, I think you you touched upon that pause, which is just so key. I think we we feel the need to be so reactive, <laughs> um, but that pause is so key and so much it can save you, you know, a lifetime of of you know regret in things you say and do. And so that pause is just really. So I just want to, you know, if you can look at it as a challenge, challenge yourself to just take that pause. You know, even tell yourself, okay, I can say something, but I'm going to give myself a few minutes to calm down and then see if you still want to say something, you know, so it's, it's really challenging yourself, I think, too, and knowing that this is a process, right? And you've dedicated yourself to kind of growing and being better. Um, and it's not going to happen overnight. And to be gentle with yourself and just knowing that, yeah, it's going to take some time. You've, you've built these patterns. And so now we have to just change those patterns. Yeah. Very good thing you just said. You have chosen to go on that way. You want to change yourself. Mm-hmm. Many people out there, if they're in the midst of chaos, they don't have that attitude. They don't have that insight. They just roll with the punches. And uh, it's pure reaction. And mm-hmm. it's pure stress turning into distress. And right. it is very, very tricky. So even before you can plan to do a plan, you actually need to mm-hmm. recognize that you're actually knee deep in, in the proverbial shit. Sure. So it is maybe time to mm-hmm. actually f- put a bit of moments aside and moments where you're not distracted by your phone or by right. anything around you and where you actually maybe take a water bottle and go to the next set of woods uh, yes. trees somewhere mm-hmm. and just sit down for half an hour yeah. and actually yeah. try not to think of something and just try mm-hmm. to to get a bit of energy into you. Yes. That, and mm-hmm. it's something I'm, I'm the worst, the worst to do that. I mm-hmm. preach it until my lips bleed. <laughs> when was the last time that I took time out? Mm-hmm. In actual fact, yesterday, in actual fact, yesterday, but that was after many, many weeks of burning the candle on both ends. Yes. But, and but initially again, in the morning, it felt so wrong. What do you mean? Yeah. I'm working. <laughs> Hang on, I right, need to right. work. What's going I need on? To work. <laughs> and yeah. then, then luckily over the day, it was actually so nice to just read a book uh-huh. and then had some nice dinner and it was beautiful. And let's go to bed now. And, well, I was uh, just going to say, I'm a huge proponent of meditation and I started meditation in 2007 and it completely changed my life. If you start to think of it, not as a chore, but literally like, okay, you don't think about brushing your teeth, you just do it. And so that's the same thing with meditation for me. I just, I incorporate it. Right. And I think that's what happens with self care. We kind of think of it as a luxury, but if we can think of it more of as, as a necessity, kind of what you're saying, it's not, you know, this is needed. This is part of your day in order for you to function as a better human, a kinder person, you know, a less stressed person, this is what you need. And so if we can look at it that way, it may help. And again, not that all or nothing, where even if it's two minutes where you sit and you just breathe for two minutes, it's, it's huge. Isn't it? 
are, please. Yeah. These micro yeah. breaks that you allow yourself. Yeah. This this kind of of when you are under the adrenaline and the cortisol mm -hmm. and all the, the stress hormones, you, your system is stretched. It's really, yes. really stretched. And you're way out there because you want to have that peak performance. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. For You can be for some time out there. You need to be for some time out there. Yeah. If you're in the middle of standing up the street and a bus is about to kill you, you hopefully yeah. have your adrenaline kicking in and you jump out of the way. So it's okay to be out there on... on at stretching right. point but you need mm -hmm. to let that that come back to the the more relaxed thing and yeah. that's the two minutes are so great so exactly. what how so you say meditation mm -hmm. some people balk at that and, and say yeah. oh that's new age hippie <laughs> shit. right um may i suggest sure uh don't use the the meditation if you don't like that word Maybe mm -hmm. just use some the word time out for yourself. For example, and if you have a shower, yep. are there moments when, when you have finished washing, but you're under the nice warm water and it's just yeah. running and your mind mm -hmm. is just wandering? Right. It's welcome exactly. to meditation. Exactly. Exactly. No, I think you make a good point. I think it's really just being mindful, right? It's mm -hmm. just sort of being present. So whatever you want to call it, Peter Pan, whatever you want to call it, you know, it's just, you know, it's just exactly. being, being, being mindful. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. Give yourself the permission to actually stop for a moment. And it's actually like a little, like a little present, like a little yes. gift for me. Hey, this is, this is two minutes my time now. You all can yes. just beep. Um, that's, that's and and it's mm -hmm. so important, so important. Oh dear. So see, Kelly, I, I said before the interview, we probably can talk for hours because we have yeah. a probably very similar take mm -hmm. on life. And it's really good. So whilst the two of us are preaching to the converted here, uh, preaching yeah. to the choir, um, <laughs> we do so because we want to show you guys out there that we both have gone through, through dark times mm -hmm. and here we are yeah using these tools to not let the past define us but right. to change our life to make different choices literally mm -hmm. every day every hour sometimes every second right and these choices it's not something magical but it's something very measurable you make yeah. the choice to be to to keep your anger at check and listen mm -hmm. to someone else and suddenly you see their face relaxing because they had yeah. expected you to bite their head off and they yes. expected the war and suddenly you listen to them and wow so yeah. what a new kind of new mm -hmm. new setting and uh if you then if you can take their negatives and acknowledge it or diffuse them uh, yeah. It is so, so, so beautiful. And mm. who knows, we might even come to a point where your own anger has, has disappeared and yeah. the other person's anger has disappeared mm -hmm. and you shake hands. Well, mm -hmm. oh God, a fist bump or whatever you can do <laughs> in the times of COVID. Right, exactly. Uh, acknowledge with a severe, hmm. Um, right. <laughs> And I actually say that when I see in my clinic, in uh, the big clinic on Friday, uh, where I see patients for the next week or two for, for surgery, and uh, I bring them in, and many of them are my age or older, 
So mm -hmm. we pride ourselves on a strong handshake. Uh, oh. They are say, please come in and imagine a strong handshake. Um, and often enough, I will say also, if someone is quite emotional, I say, look, I want to give you this huge hug. Please feel hugged here. Uh, right, exactly. You can spell it out like that. Just the sheer right. fact that you're actually spelling it out. Mm -hmm. That's that's probably not as good as the, as the real thing, but that's it's true. getting close. Okay. Trust, exactly. <laughs> you're yes. showing empathy and you're showing that you're a human being and we need mm -hmm. that so much out there, isn't mm -hmm. it? Oh. Well, I love your message and I love, you know, your strength that you can provide to the viewers. And because I think what's what happens is we feel so isolated when we're feeling this depressed and, you know, angry and all that. You you really feel like you're having a unique experience. And so I love that you're out here saying it's, it's not unique. It feels it, but it's not. And you can get through it. And so, you know, I really applaud you for for having the courage to share your story and strength. Thank you, Kelly. Mm -hmm. Kelly, thank you so much for coming onto my show today. I think we have we have gone like a whirlwind through through all yeah. the the positives. But sometimes you need a show like that. We don't need to delve into the negatives all the time. Right. But you guys, you just had 30, 45 minutes of the condensed. This is how mm -hmm. to live your life. Um, mm -hmm. In if you choose to do so. Right. Yes, you can mope. Yes, you can pitch up your tent over there in the pity party place. Uh, right. It's your choice. It's your exactly. choice. Exactly. So we have chosen to to deal with our negative emotions and to look at them as acquaintances. I wouldn't call them mm -hmm. friends, but they are mm -hmm. they're coming into our our baby family members. Um, you mm -hmm. can't get rid of them. You can't shoot them. <laughs> so you might as well actually, you know, hmm. um, mm -hmm. there is this nasty uncle, angry Bob. <laughs> so he's going right, around exactly. <laughs> and, yeah okay uh but he's going mm -hmm. he's going i know right. I, I know how to get rid of him in five minutes yeah so, exactly. that's cool that's cool yes. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. kelly it was great to have you on my show thank you, thank so, you so much, much. if if people it. want to know more about mm -hmm. you if people want to get in touch with you sure. how can they do that Yes, thank you so much. So uh, my Instagram is Kelly Miller Therapy. It's K-E-L-L-I Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R, and then therapy. Um, my website is Kelly uh, www.kellymillertherapy.com. And I have a YouTube channel. Uh, I believe it's it's Kelly B. Miller Therapy, something like that. But you can probably find it. It'll <laughs> yes, be on my website. Look, that's right. Look down there in the, uh, in the description all, of the video. All, 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 that's exactly. right. So it will be there. So you can just <laughs> click on it and, and take it from there. No, Thank that's you so cool. Much for having me on. I appreciate it's an absolute it. pleasure. And you guys out there, please, I hope we've, we've planted that seed that whatever's happening right now, however you roll with the punches, it is, you have good choices. And the moment you make one little choice and things get a little bit better, even it's, if it's a tiny fraction of something, hey, you just made the day a little bit better and that's not mm -hmm. bad. And then maybe try another choice and then maybe rehydrate and then maybe eat something healthy and then maybe just take two minutes out uh, and smell the, the the weather around you and, and things like that these are all your choices and suddenly you're no longer helpless and powerless mm -hmm. and hopeless but you've mm -hmm. taken control you've taken action and that is that is the best thing you can ever do 
So mm. Kelly, again, thank you so much. And you thank guys you out you there, too. have a fantastic day. Bye. Bye. <laughs> dream on, dream on.